Hey everybody, I'm Rima. And I'm Jason. And this is Strange Indeed, Bake Off Edition, a podcast dedicated to the Great British Baking Show. This week we're doing Collection 8, Episode 7, 80s Week. Yay, 80s. Take on me. I love the 80s. <laughs> me too. Uh, I was curious what they were going to do for food. We talked about that last week. Like, what what could we associate with 80s food? And yeah. As we saw that. <laughs> Quiche, ice cream cake, and finger donuts. I don't know. <laughs> I agree with the ice cream cake. Ice cream really? cakes, I think, were kind of big when we were little. Like when okay. that, I remember mm. like first seeing like an ice cream cake. It was like, whoa. What is this? I don't know so. if I ever even had ice cream cake until I was an adult. So <laughs> never even seen a finger donut before. Um, I've never seen a finger donut, but. Quiche, what stands out to me about quiche is that book, Real Men Don't Eat Quiche, which I looked up and it came out in 82. So maybe quiche was a big thing here in the 80s. Huh. But I love I like quiche. the 80s. It's when I was coming of age, I graduated high school in 89 you know, when you're that age, everything is really pronounced and, you know, plus it's just a great decade for all the pop stars that came out then Prince and Madonna. And I was going to say Michael Jackson, but anyway, you know, <laughs> like it's just, I mean, you too. And it's incredible. And the eighties were absolutely incredible. Very distinct. I, very much associated with with Paul Hollywood in this when he's like, oh, the eighties. He's like, I'm a true eighties eighties boy. I like you know? that. Yeah, love, love the eighties. And like, I was same. like, oh, Paul, yeah. <laughs> he's no, only five the... years older than me. I'm like okay, closer yeah. to him than any of these youngins. I feel I feel like when I watch a show like this, maybe it's just because I'm immature, but I feel like I'm more connected to the young people, and then I realize what age I'm in, and I'm like, nope. <laughs> 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 Yep. Same. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I'm 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 way immature and I definitely have like the maturity of a 12-year-old and the humor of a 12-year-old most days. Uh, but then there are some times where yeah, then there's, you know, when when they were teasing Peter, you yeah. know, like I want to punch him in the face. Yeah, I was like, "Shut <laughs> up, you little twerp," you know. <laughs> he said, "Oh yeah, we studied medieval literature and then 80s right after that or something like that." I know. I was I like, was "Shut like, the fuck up. <laughs> smack you." <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i liked how they were giving him a hard time because that's what i tend to do like oh my god you've not heard this song and you don't know right. what this is and yeah that was fun they made a lot of born. 80s references i have a whole list for the note section if we oh good care to hear it yeah. i do care to hear it i'm very interested uh well let's go ahead and and start talking about it so mm -hmm. we've mentioned quiche and donuts and ice cream cake were oh the themes of uh yeah oh my of this particular episode for 80s week uh the signature was a quiche mm -hmm. i like quiche do you like quiche yeah i like quiche yeah. i don't agree Good. with that the book title by the way what's what's the real what's the men don't quiche oh okay yeah yeah a guidebook to um, all that is truly masculine <laughs> oh quiche is great know, i mean you know throw those stereotypes out the door that doesn't matter. i wasn't like super excited about the quiche as much as i am some of the other things i'm not sure exactly why i like quiche it's fine but i guess it's just not like my favorite thing you know no it's not like all right quiche it's like oh that'd be nice to have a nice quiche but um i mean this was cool this was a fun episode because it was just 
you know, like you said, there were a lot of 80s references and it was fun to kind of see some of the younger folks getting a little teased, you know, about their age and how young they were. Um, but the food didn't excite me as like some episodes do. It was fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, quiche and finger donuts and ice cream cake, they're all good things. But they're all good. Are, yeah. It wasn't It wasn't like exciting. It wasn't like, oh, yeah, mm-hmm. this is I good guess stuff. The interesting so. thing about the quiche is, it, you know, it's all a short, short crust pastry, but it's really about the cooking here. They're, they're yeah. uh, two savory quiches filled with sav- a savory custard base. It must be served out of their tins. Noel says he'll set the tent on fire if he sees anyone that <laughs> doesn't have it in the tent. Uh, Paul said, I'm looking for a crispy base, creamy interior, full of great flavors. So, um, yeah, I think this really showcased their their cooking skills. And like uh, Ermine says, she's, a better, she's an even better cook than a baker which really showed this episode so that's what's interesting about it is you get to see you know non-baking stuff yeah because if you can handle a a basic short crust then you can do a quiche because like you said it's it's almost Mm. more for the cooking so than it is the baking so you know um i've done quiche it's not that hard um enjoyed that and I, i like eating quiche it's good stuff at least depending on what's in it i don't know there was a few that in this episode, I wasn't like, uh, maybe oh, not yeah. my favorite, but I wonder, I bet um, you maybe, well, I, I don't know. I have do a feeling you, maybe you didn't like the one I did like, but we'll see. I, I feel like you will like the one that I didn't. And then yeah, that's the fine. one that I probably would. I think we're opposites with some of these, but I think we're I can guess which, we're quiche opposites. <laughs> okay. Which one do you think was so, my favorite? Um, okay. So looking down the list at who had what, I think that you would have liked, and this is, I feel like there's two, but I'm mm. going to go with Mark's Cornish quiches, the cod with the blue um, and the Haddock cheddar. Yeah. I, I mean, I would like all of these, to be honest, that, that wasn't my favorite, but, um, <gasps> I, oh. it was interesting because Prue said, that if you had these both at a party, they're too similar. Yes. <laughs> that was I a agree. little picky, but yeah, I agree with it too. But they said it was delicious and the crumbliness and butteriness of the pastry is very good. And it's ha- one was cod and Cornish blue, I guess that's cheese. Mm-hmm. And the other one was haddock and cheddar. And so, um, yeah, I would like these for sure, but they didn't really stand out to me like a couple of the other ones did. Well, now I'm second guessing myself because after mm-hmm. I saw another one, I think now I know which one you would have liked better. Oh, what's that? Lottie's sausage and black pudding. I did like that. It wasn't my favorite, but of the two English breakfasts, because her and Dave were kind of teasing each other, like Dave Mm -hmm. said, what did he say? Uh, I've got all the nice things and she's got what normally gets left out of the English breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) And that's kind of why I liked hers better because his is more traditional. Uh, He had scrambled egg, hash browns, uh, pork mince that's a little different but that's kind of like an american breakfast and the top sirloin and beef and avocado it was a little boring to me i mean it would be fine but it's just more standard to what i normally eat like i have eggs just about every day um but hers yeah had the black pudding which is that congealed blood like we said last time and Uh the baked beans which i I really like even though paul and prue didn't like baked beans i do so I, i don't know about the beetroot that's the one thing in the other quiche, like beets, uh, I, I think Be- beetroot, beetroot is, yeah, it tastes a, like beets, right? But yeah, walnut and goat earthy. cheese, is, I would try it. I mean, sometimes those things surprise me. So 
Anyway, I, I um, think it'd be interesting to see how the flavors complement each other. Yeah, maybe with the right. walnut and the goat cheese, it would maybe offset that could beetroot be. is what I would hope. I definitely try anyway, it, but, I, but could, I would try it. I could also see it being just disgusting to me. Like, <laughs> yes, yes. You never know. Because I don't like beets. Yeah, <laughs> me neither. But uh, you never know. Sometimes, yeah, they can be good. Anyways, uh, you're right about I did like her English breakfast version better and I wanted to take a bite of it. <laughs> Okay, well, I give because I feel like there's a handful that I could <laughs> yeah, probably guess right. Who knows? is your favorite. So, what what would be your top? I well, probably after having heard them talk about them all, they were just so taken with their means that it made me want to taste that. But the one that stood out to me before that was Peter's. Uh, oh, the Thai, thai curry. curry because I love Thai and it's coconut curry and the crab meat. Like I love crab. And crab and a quiche just sounds really, that made my mouth water. Like I want that with chili in there too. And then the hot smoked salmon and capers. Apparently, I like that too. Well, and apparently it had quite a kick according to Paul. So yeah. I, I feel like that definitely would have been um, a plus for me. Like that he said it, the chili overwhelms the fish or that's what Prue said. I think I'm like, that's Thai. Don't knock it. You know, I like, I like super <laughs> spicy stuff. So, so I yeah, know. I, I would have, I would have loved that. What about you? And of course, his look pretty because everything he does looks pretty. Yeah, yeah. His his attention to detail, you know, you you can't argue with that. His always looks really pretty. Gosh, I, I don't know that I liked so much like the pair, like I, the pairings of the quiches. There were some that I thought, oh, I would definitely try that, and I would like those flavors. And uh, I mean, I would probably try all of them at least a bite, even though I wouldn't, um, it wouldn't be my favorite. I, I don't know that I like the pairings uh, of all of them, like the two that they put together. I really did like Hermine's, um, her spinach and mushroom. I, I would love to try that. That it sounded amazing. And I feel like that would have been some very complimentary, you know, she kept it simple, but because she, she's such a good cook that she, her flavors really hit the mark. So I, that one really appealed to me. I would totally try that. Um, I really wanted to try Laura's um, with the uh, the sausage. It was like the pizza. Yeah, piece. she she, that, she like, often does pizza pizza themed stuff because she has that pizza oven at home and I think she's used to making pizzas. I don't know, or she just likes pizzas, but she does that a lot. And yeah, that looked pretty delicious to me. Like I'm I'm fine with that. Yeah, that's uh, like a good spicy sausage. So yeah, I, I would have definitely. And I love goat cheese. She had a uh, mm-hmm. uh, goat cheese in there. And then the other one had fresh mint peas and asparagus, which... Um, yeah, see, I don't want that. I, I would go for that. And and they said uh, the mint <laughs> was... It was a good balance, the hint of mint. Yeah, I, I would totally like that. You don't like, you don't like asparagus? No, that's a hard no. <laughs> see, now I like asparagus. If it's really mushy, then It has to I be cooked like very well, but, but I still... I'm not as picky with like, like with uh, eggplant, you know, if it's done Mm -hmm. just right, I like it, but it's really easy for me not to like it with asparagus. It's kind of the opposite. Like I like most asparagus, but if you make it super mushy, then I'm like, but anyway, I I think I would would really like that. But yeah, Yeah. the pizza one did sound good to me too. Yeah, there were a couple. And like I said, I would definitely try Lottie's, even though I don't like the beets, I would definitely try that one. That one intrigued me, the beetroot with walnut and goat cheese. Um, they they really did love those flavors and and I guess her short crust was really outstanding as well. It's a good bake. No soggy bottoms here. Um, I picture myself 
tasting that the way that my kids do when I try to get them to, I'm like, just take a little bite and they just take like one little crumbs worth that you can't even taste. Yeah. I'm like, come on, you gotta, <laughs> you gotta taste it. See if you <laughs> like it. But, um, Ermine's. So she, um, it was interesting cause she was behind on time and I like when she goes, I'm going to cook like home. I'm going to keep the feel. I don't cook by time. You see, I just thought that was kind of cool that she's just does it by feel like yeah. old fashioned. And, um, and then, but it was like, Oh, your, your, your pastries undercooked. But Paul said, well, the texture's still fine. It holds well. And then they did that classic. They taste it and they pause and you can't tell whether they're going to say it's I gross know. or what. <laughs> she was so nervous because yeah. she knew that she had was running out of time and she's like, oh boy, I could go either way. <laughs> and, then, and he and said the salmon it. and leek is absolutely delicious. And salmon is a little bit like that for me too. It, it can be easily be dry and then it's not that great. I mean, it's still not horrible, but it's not great. But if it's done really well, I find it super delicious. So I would I would love to try that one. For sure. Yeah, I was really excited for her. She, she shined, uh, yeah. this, which she has so often. You know, she she was definitely uh, consistent and loves so many of the things that she does. I don't always love some of the flavors, but I love that she just seems so natural with what she's doing. Like in this episode, she's just like, I'm just going to like do like I do at home. You know, yeah. she's just kind of going with the flow and almost got her into trouble, but she pulled it off. Yeah, she's really interesting because she tries, well, sometimes she does, um, they say like simple basics, but does them really well. Other times she'll do things that seem adventurous. And she also seems really self-effacing, but she kind of knocks it out of the park. So it's hard to peg her. And I'm actually feeling kind of ashamed that I've, I think, picked her three times as my guess who was going to go home. And now she's just killing it. And I'm like, I haven't been giving her enough credit. And I was really stoked that she got Star Baker. And mm-hmm. it, it was interesting because I think, you know, there's been a new one every time for seven weeks. And I don't know I if know. Bake Off has ever had that before. I don't think so. Yeah, no and, one's gotten it twice yet. But it, but it wasn't, clearly wasn't that they were giving it to her because she hadn't got it. She totally knocked it out of the park and d- deserved it. So it was just kind of neat to see uh, her get that. And I like, I'm kind of OCD, so I like it when stuff works out like that sometimes. Yeah, totally. And, you know, the way that Prue talked, you know, she was so close so many times that it just, she just got just just a smidge, just a smidge. (laughs) She got edged out each time, but it wasn't like she wasn't there. It wasn't like she's ever hung too low at the bottom. She's, you know, because I think there was a couple of weeks that you and I were kind of like, you know, I think she really did outstanding and and probably could have, could have topped that. But someone else just happened to kind of go a little bit further. So yeah, she's been pretty yeah. consistent, been pretty great. And I, I enjoy her. I think I love her personality. Yeah. I think she's great. She seems cool. Now looking through all of these, uh, I think they actually all did pretty well. Uh, they did, I think yeah, the one who did probably the worst was probably Dave because they just said, oh, it's too heavy on the spices. It overwhelms everything. Yeah. And, and Prue didn't like that he put scrambled eggs in his custard, which I also think is probably <laughs> it not was a great a idea. <laughs> she's like, you're going to put scrambled eggs in an egg custard. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, yeah, well, so, uh, so I feel like he's the only one that sort of whiffed it a little bit. And I thought, of course they always mislead you, but after this one, I thought, oh, maybe Dave's going home this week. Yeah, a little bit misleading there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, they all seem to do pretty well with the signature. So mm-hmm. Quiche, Quiche looked great. Um, do you want to say anything else 
about no, that that's, before we yeah, move on that, to the technical? We covered it pretty good. Okay. So the technical we, we mentioned earlier uh, were finger donuts. I I don't know that I've ever really had a finger donut. I mean, I've had donuts, but yeah. never really heard of a finger donut. But I thought it was interesting because, we're, you know, this was Paul's uh, challenge to to the group uh, for the technical. And this is where we got to learn how differently uh, women and men interpret six inches. <laughs> like, that seems big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked, uh, I mean, it's interesting. They sometimes have these kinds of things that just seem so British. I've never seen a finger donut and I looked up finger donut online and I actually couldn't find anywhere that defined it. But when I clicked over the images, there were a whole bunch just like this. It looks like a bun, but obviously a donutty consistency with this cream down the top and then a line of jam. It looked amazing. Same thing, you know, that's what it is. And there was another, I can't remember what it was, but there was another thing like that where it was just like a submarine sandwich bun with cream in it a couple seasons ago and i tried mm-hmm. to find a place in san francisco that had one and i just couldn't because i just wanted to eat it and i want to eat this one too you just have to make one <laughs> but Jason. i know uh, break yeah. down but Cruz <laughs> says in the 80s these were considered posher which means fancier than than the round ones so i guess it was a thing in in england in the 80s and paul said he grew up with them and he had to fry them in his dad's bakery i guess yeah as his first job on saturdays (laughs) had to fry the donuts yeah and and one thing we haven't mentioned yet was how freaking hot it was for the bakers uh, these these two days and how how it really affects they they were experiencing that when they were working on their quiche because they had the pastry and you know their pastry was warming up too much and, and they're right you don't want your pastry too warm because it's it's hard to work with and and your fat starts to kind of melt a little bit and and that's not good it's not going to hold up so they were definitely working against the weather um, for people here. who are watching this show for the first time this happens just about every season they'll have a hot day or more during a show and then it affects how the cooks go mm-hmm. you know things melt chocolate melts and I hate it because I think, no, I, I don't want to see that added. It feels like um, an arbitrary challenge. And I, I wonder if the producers have the capability to have more temperature control in the tent, like put some ACs in there. I don't know. It's a tent, so maybe not. But they choose not to do it just because they think it'll amp up the excitement. But personally, I would rather not have that element. It just makes me feel stressed and I don't like it. well it it does it does make a a little unfair because if if you were in a a temper controlled building if you're at home you know you're not going to have have that same issue but because they're outside in a tent and they they can like put flaps down like they've they've it's happened before and it's not always the heat sometimes it's the rain remember how some some episodes it was just really cold and dreary rain and the the moisture in the air affects some of the things that they're baking like they can't get things to rise or you know just because of what's happening this time it just happened to be the heat and and yeah it's it's unfortunate i wonder if they're purposefully not doing much because they think it could add excitement or if they if it's just a tent and they really they can't do anything but um you know this uh, not to skip ahead too much but since we're talking about it this was they've had this a few times on the show where the temperature created a challenge it feels like they have it at least once a season this was the worst one because it's ice cream and it was just so like sad and 
It was. It made me feel anxious, just all the melty stuff, and they're all struggling with it. And But I did love when, um, at the end, Matt was like, so you chose ice cream on the hottest day of the year? And Paul's like, uh, well, we didn't know. It'd be like, did did we? And Matt's like, you knew. And then he looks at the camera. They know. They know. <laughs> Which I loved. Because, of course, they don't know. I, it's all planned out ahead of time. Yeah, I mean, do they... About it. Yeah, by the time the show starts, they they've already you know have those challenges in place. I'm sure that's planned way out in advance. Yeah. You don't know what the weather is going to be like, and I'm sure they they started or tried to start filming even before the pandemic, and then had to shut down, and then decided to come back and quarantine mm-hmm. and restart. Sure about that. Um, it came out I, at the same time it normally does. Uh, I don't know. I'll go back and check, but I think that they they were going to. St- I don't know that they had started. I think they were going to start. And they had to stop and then decided to do the bubble. But I'll I'll double check that fact. We'll do some fact checking. That's going around. Um, but anyway, you know, it, it was a bummer and it did stress me out too. But it was good to see that during the technical, you know, there there were some clear failures like you know dave overcooked his clearly they were way overdone yeah. and he, he didn't prove them enough so there were a couple that clearly it was were like a, a mess but yeah he did allow he did and burnt in the fire yes. in the fryer so it was like the outside was overdone and the inside was like stodgy, oh and I he guess. was cooking he was cooking his way high his was like at 180 or something and you could hear the others their their temperatures were oh. lower yeah and i was like <laughs> I dude i was like why you got those so hot for i was like and then yeah that's that's what happened and then you could you know when he was talking about how you know he he didn't prove them as long and he thought it had doubled up in size but clearly he didn't follow through with that and some some of them didn't even put him in the proving drawer because they said it was too hot and that they could just leave him on the counter but mm-hmm. his just didn't didn't do that and yeah his temperature when he was talking about it was way higher than everyone else's like dude you're gonna burn those but paul did make an allowance and i can't for the life of me remember whose it was the i don't know if it was the the cream in the middle was a little bubbly, I think yeah. Prue said. And he goes, that's okay. He goes, it's with the weather. That's We couldn't expect anything other than she's like, oh, so you're going to let that go? And he goes, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to let that go. And I was like, good for you, Paul. Like, you're not being, you know. He wouldn't have done that season one, yeah. Yeah, I don't know that it. he would have done that before. He'd been like, screw that. You, you deal with the harsh weather, dude. <laughs> you know, but but it's good to see him make a little bit of an allowance. Like he knows it's, you know, yeah. these these are not optimal conditions that you would typically be making your donuts and standing over a hot ass fryer. I mean, you'd, you'd have day. to make allowances for that during the ice cream challenge to some degree or another. <laughs> yeah. Or otherwise, well, you'd be like, no, these are all horrible except for Mark's because he built the wall around his like a smart person. Well, there, I mean, there, some people pulled it off though. Not everyone had issues, you know, um, the biggest thing with Laura's, why hers was so messy is she had her ice cream that wasn't being made into ice cream for about 40 (laughs) or 45 minutes. She failed to push her button on her ice cream maker, which, I mean, it was an accident. It was total oversight. It happens. How many times have we seen where somebody put something in the oven and forgot to turn it on or forgot to preheat it and then find out later thing that happens in the show from time to time people misuse yeah. the equipment and it messes they're them just, up they're just they're just in a hurry or they're and it's new they're, to they've them got too. it's new they're probably using some equipment they're not as 
familiar with. And then you're multitasking because mm-hmm. they're they're doing sponges, they're doing all these different ice creams, and they're doing all these layers. So they're multitasking. So yeah, she puts it in there and thinks it's going, and she forgot. So it was an oversight. So that wasn't just weather. She just was really behind on getting her ice cream done. Now, would it have still been a mess? Maybe. The weather, it was challenging. Everyone had challenges. Lottie's, though, you know, they, they told her, and I love Lottie, and so I don't mean to, like, pick on her or anything like that, but, you know, they did talk to her when she was talking to them about what she was going to do for her showstopper, and I realize we're bouncing around from the technical, but... Yeah, I um, didn't know we were, were done with that. We're not, but okay. I'm just, I was just talking about the weather, but we'll, we'll, we'll come back to that then. So as far as the technical, um, did you have like thoughts about that? I mean, everyone's, most everyone's except for like Dave's, I think was overcooked well, and others Lottie's were, kinda... she came second to last, which I yeah. think didn't help her in the end. And they were also a little dark. They, the shapes were pretty inconsistent and the, mm-hmm. t- the dough was tough. And I think, um, man, Lottie obviously had a bad week and I think she, she said, I don't do well in the heat. And it did seem like maybe if it wasn't so hot, she would have been sharper and done better. You know, that might've, might've really contributed to her cause she, well, her quiches were pretty good, but her technical and her ice cream were, were not. And I feel like you could tell the heat was just weighing down on her the whole time. Yeah, some some folks don't do well with the heat. I don't like it either. I'd rather be too cold than too hot. Um, And then Peter's looked good, a bit short, they said, so that was funny. Um, But I mean, she knocked (laughs) it out of the park, right color. She did, she won. Like creme mousseli or whatever looked good. It was nice and airy inside, they said. Texture and flavor were good, delicious. So she, yeah, she's just at the top of her game this week. Maybe she really likes hot weather. I don't know. I thrive in the hot. I'm all about it. So I'd, I'd rather be too hot than than too cold. Um, but but yeah, you can go to the beach. I'll I'll be in the snow. Works for me. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, but I think most most of them did pretty well. There were a couple yes at the bottom that didn't do so great. But I think for the most part, they they had them uh, pretty yeah. well nailed. It didn't look too tough of a challenge, actually. I mean. It, I no. guess if they hadn't worked with a fryer and plus it was hot to be working with a fryer, but it was a pretty simple thing to make, I think. It was, it was, it's just, and when they give you these types of challenges, which ugh, the weather did suck, it would have been interesting to see how, how they could have pulled them off without the weather because it did mm-hmm. make it difficult when you're standing over the hot fryer. And if you've never, if you've never, and many of them were like, I've never worked with a deep fryer. Like Peter was like, I've never deep fried anything you know and uh, so if you've never done that it, it can be challenging okay so showstopper we were talking about it a little bit and um this week's challenge was the ice cream cake which you experienced late in life with I, at least one baked element they said but any flavor yeah they want and yeah there i love were, ice cream cake yeah what's if, not to if like it's, about that it, well depending on the flavors yeah, but yeah, there were there were a lot of there were a lot of good ones. Um, did you Are have any of these? I wouldn't eat. <laughs> yeah, that might Looking be the better through. question. Which which one would be a so. favorite versus which one would we I mean, not? The the probably my least favorite for flavors was Hermine's because it's you know sharp bitter. I mean citrusy. I guess I don't know if mango is citrus, the mango. But you know what I mean? Coconut it was ice tropical. cream. I mean, still good though. Coconut ice cream, mango. With this, it's called Palais Breton, this French butter biscuit, raspberry puree. The look was so cool. 
the square. It, it was beautiful. The, like asymmetrical raspberry stripes just cut across it. How bright yellow it was. The kind of rough the, rustic texture of it. Mm-hmm. And, and the and flowers. The beautiful decorating on the top. Yeah, that was done. Yeah. Just love, and then when they cut into it, the layers were so defined. So I really, really liked the look, but it probably would be my least favorite of a bunch of really awesome things. So I would still probably enjoy it, but that would be my least favorite. I would try it, but yeah, I'm not a big mango Mm. person. I'm not a, a, it's not one of my favorites. Apparently it is Ermine's favorite. She's like, I could eat mango all day long. (laughs) I like Um, mango. (laughs) I I don't care for it that much. So Mm. I... I mean, but I would definitely try a bite and, and might enjoy it and eat the whole slice maybe, but um, but it's not one of my favorites or anything like that. So what that was your favorite? Would probably be my least. Gosh, that was tough because um, there were some chocolate ones in here and I'm all about the chocolate ice cream. Me too. I know it was messy. So if we're going Laura's. just by taste, it would be Laura's. Yeah, me the too. The death by chocolate. It kind of yeah. looked like chocolate vomit, but <laughs> 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 the caramel praline ice cream, brownies, chocolate oh ganache, gosh. chocolate sponge, and the meringue, those little droplets on top looked awesome. So yeah, man, that would be the one I'd want to eat. Right I, now. I would I would eat that. <laughs> I, I thought either that one for you, death by chocolate, or the tiramisu. Yeah, you know, I like tiramisu. Maybe I've had too much of it, but it just didn't seem all that exciting to me. I mean, I, l- I like it a lot and the coffee ice cream and, everything. and he did a good job. And, and Paul mm-hmm. was like, well, it tastes like tiramisu, which I guess is what you were going for. So yeah, that, that would be cool. But I don't know. I was much more excited. Just like death by chocolate. I always love death by chocolate because it's just like cram as much different kinds of chocolate. Don't worry about balancing, oh, yeah. just chocolate it up. There's something about that that I really like. <laughs> yeah, I would have, I would have definitely went for that one for sure would have been my tops but there were definitely some good ones in here mark's looked really appealing too he had the uh different like chocolate layers too and he had those like chocolate stripes uh, uh, so that oh, one i think yeah, would, would have been like ice cream parlor thing yeah i mean fashion. that looked amazing that was my favorite Dude. well it, that in air means but it was so put together i mean it looked the one that was the least affected by the heat it was mm-hmm. that round one for people who don't remember with the stripes. It kind of evoked an old ice cream parlor look. And uh, I, it looked like a pear on top. I'm not sure. But anyways. Yeah, it kind of did. really kinda good. Did. Honey and hazelnut ice cream. And they liked it all. I guess the honey ice cream didn't set as well as the others. But overall, I think he did really well in this challenge. They were even talking about maybe having him be the star baker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he did pretty well throughout i think he was kind of middle ish on the technical so he didn't do you know too terrible and he did well with his quiche like many of them did and yeah his cake was was really beautiful it was well balanced you know the flavors and such but yeah Yeah. it was just the ice cream and again probably could have used more freezing time because he added the honey but also he had the heat to deal with just like everyone else but other than that he he did have a really good outer you know using that sponge um as his outer layer to kind of really hold things together was a good i think a good choice honey and hazelnut ice cream sounds good i don't think i've ever had that but now i've never had it but (laughs) it sounds amazing i miss making ice cream i used to make ice cream and we did that as a kid yeah when i was a kid my mom would bust out the ice cream maker yeah, nothing better than being at my grandma's on a hot summer day. And man, you earned that ice cream. 
by the time it was done because yeah, we had the old-fashioned hand crank. It, yeah, right. <laughs> I, it would be I me know. and all my cousins would take turns. I'd be like, it's <laughs> your turn. Get over here and turn this <laughs> yeah. damn thing. And then, yeah, you earned your ice cream that day. But, you know, we I made it as too. an adult too. I had I had a, a, a nice ice cream maker and I used to make uh, homemade ice cream. And then snow ice cream, if anyone in, you know, around in this area, we, we eat snow ice cream. You mean like snow um, cones or... No, you go out into the snow and you get like fresh snow and you can make ice cream with it. You just mix it. I, I, I don't have that in like, it's super simple. It's like uh, two or three things that you can throw into mm. a fresh big, like a really huge bowl of uh, snow and then throw a few things in it and it makes ice cream. You just stir it up. You don't even have to like put it in an ice cream maker. You don't have to really do a whole lot with it. And it it's pretty awesome. Sounds good. Speaking of snow... Peter's was interesting. It kind of looked like a big snowball, which I think is the point because it's a Christmas cake. Yep, and I Christmas couldn't decide, surprise. oh, do I like the look of that or is it just a big thing of white? But I ended up deciding I liked it. It kind of reminded me of um, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe when the little kid oh, and, yeah. Edward goes out in the snow. But uh, And then when they um, cut into it, it looked, well, actually, it looked kind of like biscotti. You know what that is that you get in I cafes? Do. Just mm-hmm. kind of look up like a bunch of layers of biscotti inside, which I'm like, and and they said, you know, there's it was almost too solid, too solid, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the booziness was was is always good. The brandy, I'm all about the brandy. I think <laughs> the ice cream that would be, yeah, pretty good. But I didn't like what it, how it looked inside, but it, it it looked pretty cool altogether. His his end result, like with the decoration, was great. I mean, we know that we can always expect that out of Peter. You know, he's he's very detail oriented and he's like, I love how they were like making fun of him. There's Lottie and Laura across from Peter and they're like stressing out. They are having a seriously (laughs) bad day with their melting ice cream. And they're like, well, Peter's not stressed. Look at him. He's over there making uh, what was a holly or whatever he was making. He's he's over there just delicately. He said, well, I don't don't like making these. Well, then stop. (laughs) I know. He's like, he's totally stressed for he's just over here making his cute little hollies for his decoration. He's not having a hard time at all. It was just funny, the contrast. And they're like, you know, look at him. He's doing just fine over there. And he's like, well, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) So now there's Lottie's 80s mixtape, which is blackberry mousse, cherry jelly, chocolate ice cream, chocolate puffed rice cake, which I thought sounded really interesting. And actually, Paul said that was like the only good thing about it. I think it's a really fun idea. And um, but she really blew it by not having anything surrounding the chocolate and he tried to warn her. he tried to warn her and she said you tried to warn me i should have listened and when she said that i was like oh then i guess you can sort of adapt and maybe she could have like adapted on the fly in which case yeah she totally should i thought maybe you know she'd already practice this so i have seen people i don't know if it's necessarily during a showstopper but i have seen during challenges when Paul or Prue or someone would give them a, a, a like, are you sure about that? You know, yeah. kind of give them a warning. And then they're like, oh, well, okay. And they've kind of altered and right. modified That's what, what they what were going to do. Done. She and should she, have. She was making it and it was this huge melty mess. And when it was her turn to go up, she's like, I don't want to go. And then um, she said it had looked like a child had done it. And she was right, man. And not even a very talented child. Like... <laughs> It looked like a thing of cheese on top with pencil markings to show the tape. And I think this might be like the worst looking thing I've ever seen on the show. (laughs) It was just really sad. It was really sad. I don't know if I would, 
I was trying to think I've seen some, going back and looking and thinking of all the other seasons I've probably seen worse or in my opinion I can't think of any <laughs> has been super messy but this this yeah. was pretty bad this was pretty bad well I don't know the one that got thrown in the in the uh, trash bin I don't remember what was wrong with that <laughs> <What's> <laughs> yeah when it was in the trash it looked worse the trash it looked really bad <laughs> <laughs> I mean it was just all messy and gloppy and that you know I'm like ah, if if the room had had an air conditioner that wouldn't have been a problem but uh also just the the decorations just look so bad i, I uh, wish i could have seen what it would look like had it worked you yeah. know had had they well, been in a more temperature controlled and paul said very underwhelmed and prue said the chocolate ice cream was delicious but then paul was like well is this what's on top is i can't taste the blackberry at all and he said if it tasted if it had tasted good then he could at least hang something off that and then he said the dreaded, it's a shame, which you never want to hear him say. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so um, I like Lottie so much. She's just such a cool, fun person with this sort of dry wit. And I am really sad to see her go. But she did second to last in the technical. She really whiffed the... Um, the showstopper and she did pretty well on the quiche and David, Dave did worse than her on the quiche and yes. got last in the technical. But Paul said, well, Laura too. Tiram- Laura. Tiramisu saved him, mm-hmm. saved Dave. And then, yeah, with Lottie doing this, this poorly in the showstopper, I guess I could see, but man, it's that same thing we talked about a couple times where someone just has a bad week and that can do them in. Yeah, it only takes, and I mean, and she's super talented. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't like she didn't deserve to be there, but yeah, I just took took the one. Absolutely. Like, I don't know if I would say overall she's been less talented than some of the people that are still left, you know? No, but she's no. she's definitely talented, and I yeah, like. Yeah, that's how what I'm she, saying. Yeah, she's. I, I'm not. I, I don't think I would say she's less talented than no, people who are she still just, on the show. She's she took some week. risks. I mean, that's, and that's where we're at. You have to kind of push and and make something a little unique. You have to kind of dazzle the judges. You have to stand out, but sometimes those risks don't pay off. That risk was not smart because it's super hot and she should have um, tried to put something around it, but still had it look like a cassette. It's unfortunate because by the time she started it, it was too late to come up with something else. Like it, it wasn't like she had time to like bake a quick sponge to like, shape it into like a box like cut out some squares or rectangles and then put it on top and maybe try to put some like a a ganache or a a meringue or something on top of it to cover it up she just didn't have time yeah i mean ideally she would have thought about it the night before when it was super hot the day before and she saw the weather report although no yeah paul probably yeah told her that morning so i don't think she would have had enough time to like give me some ingredients quick (laughs) <laughs> well, they have all of, I mean, they have so much, um, at least for the showstoppers, they have so many resources and stuff. I think that she probably could, at least a meringue, she could have at least just left, yeah. you know, because, you know, the the inner part of the ice cream and the sponge and all of that. Because I thought it looked great. I mean, it the flavors should have worked. I don't know why this one time. It seems like she does a pretty good job with most of her flavors. It was unfortunate to see that this time it didn't quite pay off for her. She does, usually does pretty good. Um, yeah, the, sound, the idea was reason. good. The blackberry and the cherry sounded amazing along with the uh, chocolate crunch sponge. Um, it, it would Even if she'd had a meringue and somehow find, found a way to decorate it, you know, you can make that easy. That's just like egg, um, you know, and, and sugar. So 
you can whip that up. I mean, she, like I said, she was not at the top of her game. She just looked miserable. And I wonder if the heat had something to do with it. It affects people sometimes. If it was really cold, I don't know that I'd be sitting there. I mean, maybe if you're baking and you've got the ovens on, it would help warm it up. But if it's really cold, I can't focus when I'm really cold. Right. It throws me off. So maybe the heat does that for her. She just couldn't focus. And and then, you know, all it takes is to do bad just once. It was kind of like, um, was it Sura um, or someone that they just, they got really down. You're off it your was game. Like, like you're playing tennis and you miss a few shots and then you just can't hit the ball anymore. Yeah, then you're just it, it, it brings your confidence down and yeah. you feel like I'm I can't come back from this. So mm. I feel like that's kinda what happened to Lottie a little bit. Like maybe. even though she did pretty well with the quiche, you know, because she it was hot, she doesn't like the hot, maybe she doesn't perform well with the hot, she's uncomfortable. And then she didn't, you know, she did very poorly with the technical and that just really kind of knocked her down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's shame. Sad and she was crying at the end. Oh my gosh. That was so hard. I, I teared up. I was, again, yeah, I feel like she was my friend. And, you know, and it is it was so hard. It was so hard, you know, because everybody's like, they, they've all, they always become close. You can always, always see how close they are every season. But I think this season is a little bit different because they're yeah. all living with each other 24-7. And when she's like, she almost seemed more sad to not see see the fellow bakers every day more than being kicked off for not Peter doing Peter was well. crying. He, yeah. he seemed to like her. I feel like Dave still, you know how you we were saying he's stiff, even though he's um, warmed up a bit, I feel like he's still a bit separate. Yeah. I, I would love to Maybe. see like behind the scenes footage of all of them hanging out and, and just yeah. to kind of see, you know, who all pairs up. But you can definitely see who, who the friends were. Lottie and, and, you know, Mark L were looked to be really close, how they were joshing each other yeah. a lot before he, he left. Absolutely. And then you could see, you know, um, Laura and Lottie talking yeah. to each other a lot during this, you know, helping each other out, you know, um, you know, when Lottie was getting her to put hers in, the, she's like, well, hey, Laura, do you feel better? Because look at this, you know, <laughs> and she's like, no, no. <laughs> and then when they were teasing Peter, so you can really see how, you know, some of them have got to be really, really close. And she seemed just more heartbroken about not seeing them every day than than being like not doing well, like disappointed and not doing well. So that was heartbreaking when she couldn't even, she's like, mm. I just need a minute. <laughs> mm. well, well, it'll be interesting to see how they do the final episode because we kind of talked about this in our first episode, but we know they've been quarantined together, but we don't know if we, we assume once you're off the show, you go home and mm-hmm. usually at the end they, they do the th- top three, bake a whole thing and as many of the contestants as they can get to come back, come back and eat their food. But now yeah, they, and friends and I don't family know if they too. can really do that. Maybe they'll try to do it socially distance or something because it would be great to see some of the people who've left the show just come back for the final like they usually do. It was always great to see the folks that left in the yeah. previous weeks and get to see them again. And cheer and them on like, oh, and everything. Yeah. And say who they thought would win or who they hoped would win. Yeah. I, I'm interested to see how they do that this year. I don't know. I mean, we don't know because I don't Maybe know they'll just they zoom them in that. or something. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, that sounds That would so be depressing. sad, I know. <laughs> yeah. Here's a picture of what you would have gotten to eat. Because <laughs> it was, you know, everyone was always so happy to see each other again. You can play Among and... Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's that's what all of us do, that's right? That's what we do. So. <laughs> yeah. So, and then uh, Star Baker, Ermine. Ermine. Yay. Yay. Yeah, she deserved it. She's yeah. She's done really well and consistently. She killed it throughout. on all of them. She sure did. And I loved when her son hugged her and said, I'm proud of you. 
<laughs> Wasn't that sweet? That was so blushed. cute. Yeah. That got to her that moment. I got some funny lines. Do you have any? <laughs> One that I have that really made me laugh because I, I love Noel. I feel like he me and too. I are like just twin souls and he and I <laughs> would mesh really, really well together because we have this dark, morbid humor. And when he was you know, joshing around, um, was it Lara or was it Lottie? I, he talked with both of them so much, I, I forget. But when he says, you know, this is this is a nightmare. I'm not supposed to be out in the daytime. <laughs> right. I, I passed at one thirty in the morning in a nightclub. <laughs> yeah, he's like, that's when I'm at my most sexy. And I laughed. I was like, me too. <laughs> I he should said, not be allowed in the daylight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He said something about... I would sell my bed to you or actually it's a coffin or something. So he's making, yeah, he's like, I've got, he, I've got you in a sweepstake. He goes, mm. if you, if you don't win, then I'm going to lose my house. And he's like, well, I didn't mean house in my coffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love him. Yeah. Just love him. He was really good in this episode too. Yeah, he was. I liked when he talked about, he was, you know, telling, uh, trying to figure out what Peter knew about or maybe that wasn't this time but anyway he was like you kids and your love island and your tinder now you go phone home and people say what do you mean phone home ET would have a mobile he'd be swiping like that with his big long finger uh grinder ET's definitely on grinder yeah yeah <laughs> he he's talking to that Laura that was yeah hilarious. that was that was good yeah that little cold open with him and Matt doing the, the little ET um, scene That's funny, yeah. where they're flying in the, that, on the bicycle. And I was wondering um, what, well, I'll get to that later, but more funny stuff. Uh, it was kind of sad, but funny when poor Lottie, she has that towel around her neck and it gets her shirt wet right over her <laughs> boobs. <laughs> She's not, it's not a great look, is it really? <laughs> that mm-hmm. was pretty funny. Uh, Laura joking about putting, meringue on matt's head and dipping him in some hazelnuts <laughs> he's like this is like prue length meets 50 shades of gray <laughs> my favorite though when i laughed out loud was when noel said she saw he saw laura was stressed out you all right and she's like you know what and he goes oh here we go i've had a good time here guys if i have to go it's my time i'll go i don't want to hear that speech you're staying missus and she's all but the thing that actually makes it ice cream i forgot to press the button He's like, oh, and she goes, not actually churning. And he goes, so you might actually be going home. <laughs> he goes, so you might actually be going home because you didn't press a button. <laughs> That's a rubbish way I, to go home. I laughed so, <laughs> so hard funny. at that. Because he was he such be a straight face. Kind of cruel sometimes. Like, no, no, you can do it, girl. Like, he's so sweet and nice. And then, oh, I did. Oh, then you might be going home. <laughs> and then, But it made her laugh. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. Because he's so dry with it. By the yeah. way, that's another Britishism I'm sure people know, but rubbish is what they call garbage. <clears throat> um, yes. Noel teasing Peter about being ultra competitive and not even pretending otherwise and then miming him killing the other bakers. Oh, there's Lottie. It's <laughs> Laura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was on his game in this one. And- I like that Noel calls, I don't know if we have ever noticed this before, but he calls Lottie cat face. Cat face. And he's all, oh, cat face. Why cat face? And then I'm like, she does kind of have a cat face. Yep. And it's her winged eyeliner too. Mm -hmm. 
because of those cat eyes. Yeah. She's got those beautiful green eyes. Yeah. Uh, there were just a couple other Britishisms Peter said about his quiche. We want a gentle wobble, but we don't want a splodge, a splodge on the plate. And splodge, I looked it up, is a large blob or smear of something, which you kind of get, but apparently that's a British way of saying that. And then there's just like that Brits and I think most of the rest of the world besides the U.S. does Celsius in temperature and we do Fahrenheit. So when they're saying I had to to look that up. Yeah. When they're saying it's 35 degrees, that's 95 Fahrenheit. Yeah. So it was hot because I was like, okay, well, well, (laughs) how hot is that? And yeah, yeah, when they said it was 35, it was actually 95 Fahrenheit for us. So, yeah, you Mm can. And then when you're standing around ovens and fryers, yeah, it's even more fun. I I think maybe I shouldn't even go into this. I wonder if people, British people or people from around the world, tell me if you get annoyed when I point out like differences between American, British or all that stuff. But um, I think personally metric system is better. Like the measurements make more sense and they all fit together really well than, than sticking to um, inches and and all, you know, and, all that. Yeah. yeah. But I think um, Fahrenheit is better than Celsius because the temperatures are farther apart. So you get a really good idea. I mean, it's what I guess it's whatever you, you're used to. But it seems like in Celsius, you're like 22 or 23 are are um, way different. But in Fahrenheit, you have more like if if it's in the 80s you know it's something and if it's in the 90s you know it's hot and 70s is tepid and 60s is kind of cold and 50s is really cold it's just kind of like each 10 degrees is a certain kind of weather <laughs> i'm probably mm-hmm. not explaining it well but uh well anyway. and in one day you can experience them where i live all, all of those in one day <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I was in boston they always say if you don't like the weather in boston just wait 10 minutes it's pretty much how it is here. Yeah. Pretty much the same thing. We'll, we'll just wait a few hours and it'll be different. I promise. Yeah. So 80s references. I was surprised at how many of these we have in common or were from the US. You know, I was kind of wondering, not just with food, but I figured they would talk about 80s stuff and they did a lot. The E.T., that's an American movie, but I'm sure it was big all around the world. They mentioned Rubik's Cube. Um, Noel mentioned, they mentioned some things that I didn't know about. Well, actually he, I think it was a joke, but Noel's like Jean-Michel Basquiat, Keith Haring, Grace Jones. And then Matt was like, yeah, right. Like Brookside, right to reply and Carol Vorderman. So that was sort of Noel being edgy, mentioning, mentioning artists, edgy artists Mm -hmm. and Matt mentioning British soap operas and game shows and stuff just to show the contrast between the two. I, I, sh- I didn't look them up. I should have. Um, I, I knew most of what Noel was talking about, but n- didn't have a clue. I know Grace that. Jones, I but I don't know Jean-Michel Basquiat or Keith uh, I knew di- uh, Yeah, I knew Grace Jones, but um makes sense. And then, uh, let's see. Uh, Matt mentioned Transvision Vamp. That's an English alt-rock band. Altered Images is a Scottish new wave post-punk band. Claire Grogan was the, I think she was the lead singer of Transvision Band, but she's a Scottish new wave singer. Made me want to look some of these up. Um, 
Noel at one point said, it's time for the magic words. And Matt said, yes, Izzy Wizzy, let's get busy, which is from a <laughs> children's show, the Sooty show that was ran from 1955 to 92. So there's a lot of British ones. But they mentioned leg warmers and shoulder pads. That's, yeah, that's universal. Yeah. That universal 80s, no matter what country you were in. Everybody knows what those are. <laughs> there's some that came from England, Jumpers. but crossed over here, like The Cure. Mm-hmm. And Spando Ballet and George Michael, he's English. Oh, they hell yeah, George Michael. Careless yeah. Whisper, yeah, he's incredible. Um, uh, they've mentioned Rod and Emu's Pink Windmill. That's another British kids show, and where they were like, "Somebody wants a four. Somebody wants a four. I guess that's like mimicking something they did on that kids show. And um, Noel said he had a jumper that looked like Mark's ice cream shake. A bit Debbie Harry, a bit Sting. <laughs> Those are the ones I caught. Yeah. I think that was about all of them. <sighs> Good throwbacks. Paul yeah. Hollywood on his Instagram shared a picture of him in the 80s. Oh, no way. Yeah, he did. Was he I'm a like, hottie? No. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. See that? Yeah, totally. He's got the attitude. He does. <laughs> Was he okay. staring intently? Oh, he would. No, it was. Uh, he was not looking at the camera. He was kind of like a little bit of a side shot. I gotta check that out. That's funny. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll send it to you. Yeah. So, who do you think's gonna leave next week? Wait, who did you say oh last time? I, I, I don't know. You don't um, remember? You gotta remember. I, no, remember? Are you kidding me? You didn't I say Lottie. Remember. I don't remember shit. Though. I Neither did not say Lottie. Lottie. I, I think I said Mark. Mm, yeah, I think that sounds right. Yeah, we were deciding between Mark and Ermine, and I picked Ermine, so you said Mark. Mm-hmm. And they both did probably better and they than both, anyone else. <laughs> I know. They were doing, I know, I told you I'm terrible at this. This is why me I don't too, like doing it, because I I, I'm just, I'm absolutely terrible. You've and gotten all at these least guys, one or two right, and I've gotten none so far. Yeah. What are you going to say this, for is, this week? This is tough, because again, I never would have guessed that Lottie, Lottie would go. No way. Because, you know, but it, it's true. You just, you need one bad week. Um these guys are all pretty good. I, you know, I think it might be Laura. I think she's struggling. Yeah, she is. Yeah. So I would I say that's a good as far as she can go. possibility. I will pick Dave then. Okay. Cause he seems to be struggling too. So of but course you know, they'll both they might, be the best. I was going to say they're going to be the best. <laughs> One of them is going to be, um, star Baker. <laughs> right. And he'll, that person will just edge the other person out. <laughs> yeah, they're both gonna be like in the top, <laughs> and they're gonna be fighting over who gets it. And yeah, I still feel like Peter could be in line for the winner. Mm-hmm. Um, although I don't know, it seems like Ermine is the flavor queen, and uh, since Sarah Peter, left, yeah, Peter she is. is the is the aesthetics king. Mm-hmm. So if one of those can come up to par with the other one, then they'll they'll be the best if if uh, Ermine could match Peter's aesthetic aesthetics or Peter could match Ermine's flavors I think they would take it and it could be the other ones too I don't think it's going to be Dave or Laura I could see it being Mark I guess that's all of them huh I'm really excited about Mark I'm really proud of how well he's really hung in there and yeah. stretched himself he's kind of quietly he chugging strong. along and doing really good yeah yeah 
uh, he's got a good attitude. He's zen. He just he's yeah, he's, zen he's totally zen. Yeah, and I love that. He's he's he seems very centered and balanced, and I admire that. Mm. So that's awesome. I I really like him. But I don't know. It could be anyone at this point. I mean, gosh, we're really getting down <laughs> down to it. If it, it was. Dave or Laura, I would be kind of shocked. If it was Hermine <sighs> yeah, or Mark or Peter, I wouldn't be as surprised. If I had to pick I anybody, I'll stick to Peter. So, yeah. Yeah. I I, I think either Hermine or Peter, either one. I, I'm, I'm going to lean a little bit more towards Hermine because she's, I, I, I'm going to go with her experience. Yeah, Peter's Peter's definitely great, but I do worry that he he he's like he may not be able to stretch himself. But I don't know. Again. I just think, I mean, I at first I thought maybe he wouldn't be as creative, but I think he's super creative. I just think his stuff doesn't always taste end up tasting quite as good. I mean, it it's always good, so but it's just not like always the best. Sometimes they're kind of disappointed with something about his texture or taste, even though the look is great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Yeah. We shall see. Shall see. Okay. Anything else you want to say about any of that before nope. we move on? Okay. Well, this week we are recording a little early, so the show has not is not yet out, but I'm going to put out a post so you can still leave your feedback. And if you want to send any um, voice messages and leave feedback on our Facebook page or email us, however you want to get it to us, um, we will read it next week. Yeah, because so, I know Steve loves Lottie and he's going to want to... <laughs> he's going to have something to say <laughs> Yeah, of course. about this week for sure. Yeah, totally. So yeah, let us know either what your thoughts were, um, predictions. Did you have a favorite dish? Have you made anything yet? I'm really interested to see, you know, if you want to share pictures, have you tried, you know, to, to make anything from any of the weeks so far? You know, I've, so we'll have some of that for everyone next week. Um, so we'll go ahead and move on to our listener feedback portion. We got a little bit of feedback um, for this week's episode. First one we have is from Pake Allen. He says, I knew Hermine was a shoe-in for Star Baker. Just owned every bake this week. I personally thought Lara or even Dave should have gone before Lottie, but the showstopper uh, really does hold a lot of power on their choice. Also, Peter, I'm just going to go live with him now forever so he can make me those Thai curry <laughs> crab quiches. <laughs> Sounds like he, you, and, you and him are on the same page. Yeah, man. <laughs> that would be worth having Peter as a roommate right there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely oh my gosh if i oh i don't know if it would be a good or bad thing to have someone that could cook really well and do it often and enjoy I it know, huh? that would just totally deter any well like healthy eating for me and you'd like me as a roommate i mean i'd be ordering out all the time so <laughs> it's just as bad uh jamie dimmick says i've been thinking that ermine might win it all since the second episode so i'll just place that bet now Ooh, if she goes home next week and it's my fault, I'll own that. <laughs> but seriously, can they all stay till the end and just keep baking? I don't want anyone to go home. I know, huh? Did did I finger know. donuts make it to America? I have no memory of them. No, I don't. 
I mean, I don't. Y- they have donuts in that shape, like those crawlers. That, well, I guess I think, or w- they're not called finger no. donuts. They're in a they're similar like a shape, like foot longs. Yeah. Yeah, we call them footlongs here. Uh, I don't know if that's like a regional thing yeah, or something. I don't know, but here. they're not. A footlong is a sub, uh, like a hoagie or whatever, a submarine sandwich. But yeah, they're just like bar shaped. So, but I've never seen them. Yeah. I've never heard them called finger donuts and never seen it quite like that before with the mm-hmm. cream. And these are a little bit more poofy. They're not yeah. quite, like you said, like the bar shape. Right. Yeah. Uh, and she goes on, and how did no one make Fudgy the Whale for the ice cream cake? Total missed opportunity. I don't know who that is. What's what's Fudgy the whale? Maybe that's like Jamie's imaginary friend. <laughs> <laughs> She'll love you for that. Just kidding, <laughs> She's gonna get you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, you ready for the calls? Yeah, we got a couple calls this week. Uh, first one we have is from our good friend Greg. Go. Hey Rima, hey Jason, this is Greg. Uh, so, eighties week. Uh, I will say that uh, uh, if this is like, this is why I couldn't be a judge on some sort of cooking or baking show. Uh, I don't like eggs. I think they are all gross, and anything that tastes like eggs is also gross. So quiche would be right out for me. I'd basically be buggered uh, about uh, trying to, <laughs> to gray those because I would find it all disgusting. Uh, Paul doesn't like gherkins. Prue doesn't like baked beans, and I can't stand eggs. <laughs> Now those donuts, on the other hand, the fingerling jam and creme mousseline or the technical challenge, oh, like that's my jam and my jam. Uh, jam is that's real jam. good. Um, but uh, I just don't like trying to deep fry anything when it's the equivalent of 90, not the equivalent, of 93 degrees Fahrenheit outside. Like they said 34 degrees and that was 93 degrees cooking over a hot fryer Uh, but i'm sure that the yeah i don't know i don't know about dave's dave's uh uh dave's burnt donuts were not appetizing at all um and we come to the ice cream cake which again they even said it on the show an ice cream cake in 93 degree heat that's bonkers but even if the like ice cream cake was uh, the ice cream was like even easy to make. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like Lottie and Laura both made a mess enough enough mistakes for either of them to get booted, especially down to five people. But anyway, uh, enjoyed the episode, and I'm absolutely gutted that Lottie's gone. She was a lot of fun. All right, see you guys later. Great. Greg awesome. has a whole scene. Go. I can hear the birds and a plane, and then he's I like know, he's- hiking around, and then all of a sudden he's inside. Like it's uh, a jump cut, like it's a little documentary with a little baby here in the background. <laughs> yes, I heard a sweet little baby in the background. We get some great atmospheric background. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Thanks, actually. Greg. Um, it was really like, kind of cool. It's like a little story <laughs> in of its own. But that was something we didn't quite talk about. And I, I, I'm glad Greg brought it back to memory was the fact of, of Prue not liking the baked beans because we kind of talked about Paul and the gherkins yeah. and how Paul he didn't requested seem to like baked Lottie. beans either because when... He said, yeah, I can't taste them. He seemed happy about that, too. Yeah, he seemed okay with that. But it was interesting to see how they kind of drew attention to that when when Prue's like, I don't care for baked beans. And I'm really disappointed that she's putting them in there. And Paul's like, well, we have to we have to like put those aside, Prue. We have to like, you know, judge it based on, you know, and she's like, I know we have to put our prejudices aside. (laughs) And 
you know, and I thought, well, well, Paul didn't do that with the gherkins. I know, and they <laughs> really didn't do it with the baked know? beans either because they were, they both said, oh, I can't taste the baked beans and that's a good thing. And if they had liked baked yeah. beans, then it would have been a ding. So it almost ended up helping her that they didn't like baked beans because they were yeah. like, even though she lost eventually, ultimately, but you know what I mean? Like if, if they had been wanting that flavor and then felt like they were missing it, I think it would have been a knock, but instead they were kind of dreading it and then it wasn't there. And so it was like a, a little notch up for her. Might have helped her. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's fun to kind of see. I don't know that we've seen that too much throughout the series, uh, too much where they talk about things that they don't like and things that they do like. And I remember Paul uh, snagging a piece of looked like burnt bacon Oh, I know. Uh, he was seemed making to like bacon it. For yeah. Dish and he, like, yeah, I know. He was like, right. oh, you know, this is, and I was like, me and Paul, we got a, <laughs> well, we got a thing. I love Absolutely. Bacon. And yeah, that, remember we talked about British bacon's different. It's more like ham. It's not as crispy usually. And they were complaining, mm-hmm. oh, it's too crispy. But I'm like, nope, that's how we like it here. <laughs> yeah, so I like American it crispy. Thing. Yeah, for sure. That, that was awesome, Greg. Thank but you He doesn't like that. eggs. I mean, eggs are life for me. Like I... I eat eggs just about every eggs. day, but um, hey, we're all different. We some you we might all like got beets. Our thing. I don't can't stand them. Yeah, maybe Greg loves beets, where we hate beets. Right. So let us know, Greg. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna. Okay. I hope you won't you won't mind, but I'm giving full disclosure. We recorded this whole episode yesterday, but we decided to do the listener feedback today just because I wanted to give Steve a chance to weigh in because I know that he's probably really heartbroken about Lottie leaving. So um, now we're going to get to hear what Steve has to say. Hey, Jason and Rima, this is Steve. This is for 80s Week on uh, Great British Bake Off. Um, You know, you're going to have an interesting time. I don't know if you're going to try to figure out all of those pop culture British references they were making. I didn't know many of them. I, you know, obviously E.T. stuff was easy, but uh, I do know who Grace Jones is, of course, from we all know the 007 movie. Uh, and I know true Spandau Ballet because it was featured on Modern Family. So, um, something else. I never heard these donuts called finger donuts. They look like eclairs to me. Not really sure what that was. Um, loved Matt and Noel's comedic uh, timing this week. They were doing great. It had me rolling. Um, I'm not a vegetarian, so like half the quiches, I was kind of like, hmm, um, I don't know if I'd like that or not. But some of them were okay. Uh, the technical was, uh, <laughs> that was a tough one for them. But, uh, oh, that was the quiches. Yeah, the the finger donuts was the, the beginning one. So, but uh, kind of shocked that um, Lottie got sent home, but uh, it was close there between her and Laura, and I guess Laura just, they decided was better. But uh, yeah, sad to see her go, but at the same time, they're all great bakers, and they're gonna have to be great now. So, okay, um, talk to you later. I guess he didn't really care that much. He he didn't seem to be bothered too bad too much by that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, well, that's how it goes. <laughs> Bye, Lottie. <laughs> Bye. Hey, you gotta be up to snuff. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> hey, it's <laughs> it's true. <laughs> we are at the point you just can't make mistakes right now. He, it's definitely yep. the truth. But yeah, that's uh, that's funny. <laughs> 
That was awesome. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Steve, for those amazing voicemails. And thank you, Paik and Jamie, for weighing in on 80s Week as well. If you did not get your feedback um, in in time, please go ahead and leave your feedback anyway. We'll read it. Uh, for next um, next week's episode, for sure. If you want to weigh in on predictions, uh, what your thoughts were in general, or just anything. Um, and speaking of next week, um, we will be covering Collection 8, Episode 8, Dessert Week. Yum. I love Dessert Week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I'm know. what dessert. It's, it can be pretty, like I imagine there's a wide variety. I don't remember what they've had, but dessert can be... It can be a lo- little all over a the place A lot of sometimes. different things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, cool. I, I'm usually not too um, unhappy. I usually like at least one thing. They've, they've picked some strange things. Sometimes they can throw a little themes, you know, of, you know, from, you know, different cities or countries or mm-hmm. inspired by. So you never know quite where they're going to go. There's been some interesting ones, but um, if there's sugar involved... <laughs> I'm okay with that. Right. <laughs> so. I think, I mean, hopefully people don't mind spoilers, but there was some kind of a jello y looking thing in the mm-hmm. preview, which jello? Okay, we'll see. I mean, it can't be just jello. I know. I mean. Make your best jello. <laughs> yeah. yeah, if you mess up jello, then we got a problem. Uh, but it was interesting. They were like infusing something. Like in a right. in a uh, some type of a mold, and it's like, well, that looks interesting. And then they need yeah. more booze on. They don't have enough boozy stuff. There's there was one season. I don't know if it was last season or maybe a, a, just before last season. There was one that it seemed like almost every episode there was some booze happening. Yeah. in one of the challenges because they found and out it's Prue not boozy it. enough. Yeah, Prue loves the booze, so I'm like, why aren't people throwing out booze more? <laughs> Mary Berry loved booze too back when she, she was on there. She did. Mary Berry. And it was just hilarious. This sweet, petite, little old lady. And that sounds harsh, but I say it with love. Um, loved her booze. And yeah, so does Prue. So people <laughs> people should be throwing that out more. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? You good? Nope. Okay. Well, we are excited for you to follow us to the tent, but until then, you can follow us on Twitter at StrangeTCast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash StrangerTCast. And you can email us at StrangerThingsCastPod at gmail.com. And you can also find us on the TV Time app. And you can find Strange Indeed and a bunch of other great podcasts at podcastica.com go out and leave a review for strange indeed on apple podcasts speaking of great podcasts um would you like to share with everyone what you have going on at podcastica what i'm most excited about right now is um walking dead world beyond no i'm just kidding i was gonna say what <laughs> no it's all right it's 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 not bad i like it okay and fear's been really interesting this season because it's like up and down for me there's been there was one really good episode in there but uh, no, it's Mandalorian, which has only had one episode out. The second one's about to come out. If you guys aren't watching that it's and you like Star Wars, then you're insane. Watch it. Like, get the free mm-hmm. trial on Disney+. Plus. It's super cool. And the season two just started, and the first episode was super fun. And there's tons of Easter eggs in there, like connections to George Lucas's Star Wars movies. And uh, yeah. really digging it. Having fun on the on House Podcastica. That's where we cover it with uh, Richard and and uh, Chris from the Talking Dead podcast. 
Yeah, that that uh, first episode of season two was a banger. That was Tim so freaking good. Yeah, great special guest. They always have someone great in there. And it was really great. Like you said, lots of good callbacks to the original Star Wars movies. And um, and they're doing week by week, right? They, they, they don't release yeah. all of them like on Netflix or anything like that. They're a week by week. So Which I that, like. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I like to binge some things, but especially if I'm podcasting on something and it's fun to just sort of watch it over a longer period and get to absorb, have time to absorb it and talk about it and stuff like that. So it's well, an eight the, week season. Yeah. Well, and it's such a show rich with so many details. Like it's such a good fleshed out story, like the way that they did. And there's so many details that it, I, I like that they do it week by week because it gives you time to digest yeah. it and really get you know pick up yeah. all those details it is i mean it's great because if you're a casual star wars fan and you don't really care about that it's it's fine you'll you'll mm-hmm. get a great story it's fun oh, it's totally. funny action-packed but if you are a star wars geek then you can dig deep in and find all these callbacks and connections and details and easter eggs and stuff like that so it really works on a bunch of different levels it's just a fun show too it's not like anything super heavy or um Mm -mm. meaningful i guess but it's it's fun it makes me laugh and it's thrilling and it's just great really cool special effects oh my gosh they yeah and the the style of filmmaking is great uh so many things i love about this show Mm -hmm. um it's kind of a callback like to speaking of 80s to it's, it's like a procedural almost. It's like every week they go on a new adventure and there is a season long arc, but it's like each week, you know, you go to a new planet and have an adventure there. So that's fun too. Yeah. I I love it. I love all things about this show. They've, they won me over hard last year with, with <laughs> season one and I was yeah. so looking forward to it. I'm so glad that it started out really strong because you just never yeah. know, right. you know, if it's, if, if, if lightning will strike twice. Yeah. So far, knock on wood. So yeah, look forward to to that podcast and listen listening to you guys. You guys did a great job with it last year. Thank you. Yeah. All right, that is our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Until next time, I'm Rayma. And I'm Jason. On your marks. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> <laughs> did a high voice. I should do it low next time. That was super funny. (laughs) Oh, oh, well. Steve has moved on.